Hello, everyone, and welcome to the club. It's your host, Rachel, and I'm here with mom. Hi, mom. Hi, friends. And today we're going to, we're going to go over the holiday blues, but first we're just going to do a little, um, an update or recap of uh, the funeral that we attended. And so we've been talking about our friend lost her brother and her mom and how the community came together to raise money and uh, so that she can do a celebration of life for both of them. And so we went to that this past weekend and it was absolutely beautiful, amazing. I mean, words can't express how special it was, how special she made it. It was at a beautiful venue. There were so many people there. There were tables and she had a PowerPoint. People spoke. They told stories, memories. There was laughing. There was crying. Um, there were a lot of smiles because it was a celebration of life. Right. Uh, as opposed to a funeral, I guess. So it's a little different. I know that they were cremated, both her mom and her brother. And so there was no uh, kind of, you know, like a rosary or a viewing. And there was no, you know, going to the graveyard mm-hmm. or any of that. It was, like I said, she rented out a venue. And there was even a DJ. So we danced at was, the end of the night. It was a real celebration. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Italian food was served. Because that was her mother's favorite food. Yes, exactly. So it basically like was what I felt like a party. Right. It felt like the best party you could ever throw someone. So, uh, and it was actually on her brother's birthday. And so it was just, just felt like celebrating their lives. Lives, exactly exactly what it's called. We did get a little anxiety, of course, you know, knowing that we had to attend and go and that we were going to go through all of these emotions. But at the same time, it wasn't the kind of anxiety that stops us in our tracks and we can't go. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, we're not able to function or be there for others because... Well, it was different. Yes. Right? It was a different experience. Yes. Because I feel like I funeral. said... Yeah, we knew we were not going to uh, a traditional funeral. Right. And not that that... We're not knocking any of that because we sort of kind of did that. We did a celebration of life as well, but it, you know, it was at the funeral home. At the funeral home. And then afterwards we did go to our house. And I mentioned this before it was, you know, kept the party going the whole weekend and people were camping out and going to the lake and stuff. So we kind of did the same thing, but I felt like this one was even more of like a party. So, like I said, I don't know if it's because it's a different venue. I think it kind of just reflects the kind of person she is, right? Yes, her family, yeah, the way that who they are. are. And so, yes, yeah, so we go, and of course, there's this beautiful slideshow with pictures and just, you know, people speaking beautiful stories and tributes. And then you know, everyone had dinner together at their tables, mm-hmm. but it was just, I mean, there's no such thing as perfect, they say, but just as close to perfect as you can right. get. Right. And it was beautiful. I will say that when I die, that would be an honor to be remembered that in that way. Mm-hmm. That's what I told you. Yes, you did. You did that night. She said, this is what I want this when I... This is what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so cool because like I said, after for me that way, the whole like tribute and honoring and this was really cool. She did put out. Oh, yeah. I like that. What she did. Yeah. She did have a table out that was and this is kind of difficult. I know because most people don't even really go through their their loved ones personal, homes the personal, right away. Yes. Personal items. It's like, hard to. It's hard to. 
to kind of go through that stuff. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, I know she hasn't done the full house, you know, go through yet. But for whatever reason, they did somewhat um, of kind of going through her house. And so she had a whole table out with items that she feels her mom would want to be given away. That they could enjoy them. Yes, yes. Right? So there were platters and like cake platters and there vases were... Vases. Yes, and vases and like um, pictures that you... Like frames right. that you hang on the wall and like with quotes on them and little uh, like charcuterie boards. Right, it was and neat. I like that. Yes, too. and so it was really neat because people were definitely going over mm-hmm. there and... They wanted a piece of her like yes, that, right? Yes, yeah. I have uh, my cousin... They took a quote of, of love and it's framed in it. She took that to put in her kitchen. And, mm. and then we grabbed some charcuterie boards. Right, with, with the, a little um, wine glass holder. Yeah, it's a little hole for your wine glass. Yeah. And <laughs> and for the new house, you know, when it's done. Mm-hmm. And so it was neat. And then to remember her. Yes, too, yes, 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 yes. Definitely to remember her, like a piece of her mm-hmm. in the new house. She didn't get to see it. And so it's just, that was, that was a beautiful thing to do mm-hmm. if you're listening, girl. That was a great idea so yes it was beautiful it was amazing it was everything you could ask for if that was your you know your celebration of life Mm -hmm. and then after the dinner i mean we just all mingled it was like there were friends from high school from junior high you know our friends because we grew up with our friend and her mom and their family so of course it was all of us you know our peers from my school, peers people yes. from school right yes and then of course you know her brother and her mom's friends and so it was just a great mixture mm-hmm. of you know different people and then after everyone kind of so the, so i know noticed that we were all kind of going around the room talking to each other and mingling with her family and other friends and then, like I said, the DJ was in the background and another friend from high school, I haven't seen her since high school, you know, p- comes over and <laughs> yeah. I kind of turn like, oh, I'm not, I'm not looking at her. And she grabs my arm. She's like, let's go. And oh. so, yeah, I kind of try to avoid her. <laughs> but um, because of where we were, because, you know, it was fun because of the, you know, atmosphere that our, you know, our friend created, yeah. like I said, celebration party. Uh, I went with it. I'm like, yeah, let's go. And so there we were, you know, know a group of mm-hmm. us girlfriends up there dancing and uh, just great music great dancing music and, and lots of good people right yes mm-hmm. so many good old neighbors we hadn't seen mm-hmm. in years but yes just great people great company and i mean i can't See. emphasize enough yeah. it was perfect almost mm-hmm. perfect so Thank you to the community for your donations for the raffle prizes and for the community that bought raffle tickets. And this was this is what made it possible. So thank you to the community. And like I said, our friend, you did a wonderful job. Your mom and your brother are definitely proud of you. Mm-hmm. And that's the way, that's the way to do it. This is, and I remember saying that that night, like, this is the way you do it right here. (laughs) So uh, it left us, like I said, in the beginning, the day of, you're like, oh, I got to get ready. And I'm feeling these anxieties. But definitely once we got there, that all washed away and left us with happy feelings. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Thank you for that. Okay. So we'll get into the holiday blues. The holidays are creeping up on us, creeping up and creeping in. And so it's time to kind of call that out and acknowledge that it's here. So you may not even understand or know that it's here. Again, if you're in your first year, if this is your first 
we uh, we pray for you. We literally pray for you and we carry you because even though, um, you know, like we say, it doesn't get better. You just learn how to live with it. That first year is, it's hard. The toughest and even later on, it's kind of hard to remember. It's kind of foggy because you're kind of just mm-hmm. going through the motions. You're still in shock. You will be in shock for at least the first three years. But that first year is just straight shock, you know, because you're using that shock to cope. So just trying to acknowledge it like this is what it is, whether it's your first year or like us over a decade into it, 20 years into it, whatever it is, mm-hmm. acknowledge that it's here and, and putting it out there. Hey, I'm feeling a little antsy. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling melancholy. Yeah, let people know, people that are close to you. Yes, because right now is when you're going to need that support. You need your people right now. And so don't run away from your feelings because that's honestly the worst thing that can be done is ignoring it, suppressing it, mm-hmm. and not allowing others to, not allowing others in. Right. To help you. Yes. You don't have to do it on your own. No. And it may even be difficult because like I said, if you're in that first year, you don't know what's going on. You don't know how to express it, articulate what's going on because these are the first times you're going through these feelings. And like we've mentioned before, not everyone will go through these feelings because fortunately, you know, not everyone is in this club. So understanding that these are normal feelings for what we're dealing with. Uh, with a grief and losing your sibling, your child. So don't run away from the feelings. They're natural feelings. You may start to feel that melancholy, that that favorite feeling that we get in grief, that melancholy of like, I don't know, I'm sad, but something's not right. But I don't know. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Melancholy is like, oh, okay. And then, you know, you may start to feel sad, somber, kind of you know, the madness. Fatigue even sometimes. Fatigue. Oh, yes. Fatigue is another symptom of grief for sure. Mm -hmm. Because it's emotionally exhausting, physically exhausting. It's draining to be on this, you know, roller coaster, Mm -hmm. depression, rehab. And so, yes. And then what do we say? The anger might start to, excuse me, the anger might start to come out. You're mad, irritable. You don't know why. You're snippy. This gets on my nerves. You're chewing wrong. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so any of that guilt, you might start to feel guilt for whatever reason. Guilt that maybe you didn't spend the last holiday with this person. You argued with this person, you know, your person before they passed. Yeah, whatever it is you're carrying mm-hmm. with you that makes you feel that guilt. Yes. you Maybe you have your own family and you're decorating a tree this year and, you know, happy giddy. And you're, you know, maybe you're feeling some type of way of that about that. And maybe guilty about, you know, feeling good feelings around the holiday. Because that's also normal, too. It's okay. You don't have to feel sad. Right. Um, I'm saying this first, if you're in the first year, it's very, it's very unlikely that you're feeling <laughs> anything other than like sad. But, um, but it's okay if you're not, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, it's, if you're okay, that's okay. And so whatever your emotion you're going through up and down, in and out of, just accepting them all. Envy. Envy is another one I keep reading about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like envious. Everybody's so happy around you. Yes, like they have their family. Oh, look at my best friend. She's, you know, getting together with her family on Thanksgiving and her brother's here. And it's not fair because they don't even talk. You know, something like that. (laughs) Right. Um, 
it, it, for whatever reason, who knows? The, the the sitcom on TV, the perfect family could trigger something for you. Mm-hmm. But you could even feel, you know, envy that other families are out there decorating, deck the halls and, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and getting in Christmas sleighs. Shopping. Like, and shopping and planning. Yeah, and right. yes, so that could even be another. That's s- a lot. Something. It's a lot, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and what's happening right now is that the darkness wants to take over. So this, again, that envy, that it's not fair kind of thing, mm-hmm. that anger, that sadness, that I don't want to get out of bed. That's all darkness that wants to take over. It's trying to post up and live here over the holidays. So we can't let it take over. You want to feel it. You want to go through it. You want to acknowledge it. But in doing that, it lessens that and it calls it out and it brings lightness to that darkness Mm -hmm. by saying it out loud. Hey, guess what? I woke up today and I feel like crap because it's not fair that my child is gone and you have all your children at Christmas time, at Thanksgiving. That's okay to feel that way. Okay, so as we mentioned in the first couple of episodes, we talked about how that first Thanksgiving, Rudy passed away in July And so Thanksgiving was a few months later, was very soon after. And the pastor told us it was okay for us if we were not feeling good about doing our old traditions, because we were kind of expressing that like, it's been like, how long, two, three months, how are we supposed to just put a turkey in the oven and call family over? And this is crazy. Who's bringing the mashed potatoes? No, because I'm going to sulk and cry in these mashed potatoes. (laughs) So we weren't even trying to like do that. And like I said, we really didn't know what we were going to, we didn't have any plans. I think we kind of just were thinking we were going to do the same thing we always do. And it just made us not want to do it. Yes. Yes. Because we we didn't know that it was okay to not do those right? traditional so things someone told us it's so okay. that's why when we're saying like okay let's just like what do we do every year we either the they come to our house or we go to family's house and we do that traditional turkey and the stuffing and the i mean it's just it's the same thing every year and here we are again even though it's only been a few months we're supposed to just pack up our sides and head over to our aunt's house and spend Thanksgiving. And with that and person gone, it's yes. it was the hardest yes. thing in the world. And then at that time, I think it was difficult for family to understand. No, I know it was difficult because we didn't even know how to be around ourselves. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know how to be yeah. around us. And so we're tiptoeing around them because, you know, it's uncomfortable for them to be our, sal- our new selves. But it's, it's just too much. So we expressed to him and he said it could be be better for you if you start new traditions and that's okay. God gives you permission to whoever you need the permission from yourself. I can start something. Yes. It doesn't have to be. Don't worry about traditional. Your family's permission, your parents, your, the grandparent. I don't know who, who's going to be offended, but it doesn't matter because the only thing that matters is what you have to do now is redefine your holidays. And whether that means adapting to new traditions, right? Making new traditions or tailoring the old traditions to meet your new needs. And anyone else who is uncomfortable with that, you do not need to be around them, period. That's it. So you only want to be around people who are supportive. They are understanding of where you're at in your journey, you know, your grief. Yeah. So if they're uncomfortable, I I don't want to be around you. Okay, so we're talking about redefining what the holidays now mean. 
So because of course they've changed, everything's different. So for the first Thanksgiving, we, like I said, I've already talked about this, but we ended up doing caravan, a couple of carloads with family, and we went to, we rented out a little cabin out oh, in Oh yeah, Tahoe. we talked about that, yes. yes. And we did make a traditional dinner, I believe, there, but it felt different, again, because we're in, you know, a different town where, you know, it's snowing and it doesn't snow where we live. And, you know, we're in a rented cabin. There's, you know, different people there. And so I do remember we cooked a turkey. We did cook the traditional food, but it, it just felt different because of where we were. And we were so excited because we, you know, we even brought the dogs and then we spread his ashes after, you know, the Friday after Thanksgiving. And so that's how we dealt with it. And that's how we coped. And that's how we got through the first Thanksgiving without him. And then after that, I've mentioned that you and dad just kind of had your own tradition where you would go out of town. We have family in another part of the state. And so you would visit them and then spend going somewhere else with them to another part Mm -hmm. of the state. And so you guys started to kind of travel. And I remember you would eat out on Thanksgiving. So even whenever you traveled, it wasn't necessarily like a home cook. No, you're not going to like a family's house member out of state. And it's like, we're going somewhere, we're renting a hotel and then we're just going to eat dinner at a restaurant because again it's different different it's different it still feels good because you're getting dressed up and you're gonna go eat and mm-hmm. you know it's special but it's different because you redefine what the holidays look like for us um and then i would stay home different and relatives too we celebrated it with different relatives yes not the same one yes every year so and then i started staying home with uh in-laws and doing uh, we had always kind of combined anyway but just started doing my own thing and it was not sad. It was never sad. It was never missing out on anything. It was just, it became our new tradition. And then it wasn't until I had my son that we began finally kind of staying home. And, yeah, and even then we, I think we've cooked a fried turkey once. What is it? Deep fried turkey once. But other than that, we still kind of order takeout at or a restaurant. Go and, with whatever we're feeling. Yes. Right? We're not yes. We were just talking. Stress out over trying to make it that's, perfect. That's and, the point. Because, yeah, we're all stressed. Yeah. Seriously, that's the point. things on your yeah. mind. Uh, I got to have this. I got to do this. Yeah. We, we don't do that no, anymore. No. As a matter of fact, we were just talking about that. Because, again. What are we going to do? Our house we'll is, we're almost done, right? So, we're not completely done. And so, it's like, well, do we want to, we can, technically, we can still cook this big, huge traditional feast in the house because it's ready enough where we can do that. But we're still thinking like. But we're okay with that, not that untraditional That's what thing, I mean. Right? We're, we're still fine. like, oh, we, we might just have... make some steaks and right. throw some fingerling or potatoes in the air fryer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. Yeah. Because it's then, not. It, it's to cope with our, you know, the yes. sadness. And it's working for us that way, like not to have to stress out. Everything has to be perfect. Yes. The perfect dinner, the perfect. Yes. Setup. People are coming. What right? time? <laughs> we got to set up the tablecloths. It's like, it's us. Really and is. if I come in leggings and a sweatshirt, mm-hmm. or if I feel like, oh, I need to get dressed up because I haven't gotten dressed exactly. up in a while, then I'll get dressed and put on some lipstick. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it's not a stressful, pressured mm-hmm. event. Us doing our own thing took that away. I don't know what you're doing, but this is what we're doing. And and now people are used to it. In the beginning, it took them, like I said, some time to get used to it. Mm-hmm. And they'd get a little butt hurt, like, okay, well, I'm a little offended that, like, okay, we gave you the first year. 
And maybe we gave you the second year, but we're on year three and uh, we're like a little offended that you're not coming. <laughs> and uh, no, it, so now they just know. Even like I said, with my son, I think eventually we may try to get together with family, maybe prior, mm-hmm. after, I don't know. But right now we're still like we'll just, just us. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if we cook a turkey, we're trying to, the fryer turkey's the best. Other than right. that, I don't really want a turkey. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but like I said, it's like, I don't know, throw some steaks on the grill with some potatoes right? and salad. We're good to go. Good and as long as we're together. Right. Because that's all that matters. That's matters. Honestly, as long as we are together. That's all that matters to us. Mm-hmm. It's us, it's music, good food, and just happy. Mm-hmm. That's our happiness right now. Right. So again, don't let people bring you down. If they're uncomfortable with your new traditions, you don't need to be around them. You don't need to explain to anyone. You don't need to justify anything. Just do you and do what helps you feel better. Do what helps you get rid of that anxiety. Because I'm telling you, when you start thinking less about the pressure and the way you got to be around everyone and how are they going to feel if you say your brother's name, if you say your son's name, your daughter's name, right? How are they going to feel? Because it's going to come out. You're going to blurt it out. Mm -hmm. Then if you are stressing and worrying about all this, then don't be around them and just create your own traditions. So here are some other things that we can, that we'll go over that will help maybe, that will help you think of things, new traditions to do. So, for example, food. Let's talk about food. So, with food, you can make, like, their favorite holiday dish and bring that to the party. You can maybe bake, you know, their favorite dessert. And you can do a breakfast. Maybe they were a breakfast kind of person. Or if you don't even want to do, like, the whole holiday dinner, you can just do, like, a brunch or a breakfast and serve their favorite breakfast foods. And that would be different. When it comes to music, you can do... A holiday playlist. So you can have like a go-to list of holiday songs that remind you of them or just any songs, any kind of dancing songs, any kind of, I don't know, do they like, you know, reggaeton? Do they like country music? Like any kind of, any music that just reminds you of them or makes you want to dance or karaoke is another good one. You can have a karaoke uh, sing-off after you eat dinner yeah, or invite people over. Yes, funny. yes. You can do, you can do like a Friendsgiving because maybe you, maybe you're not around family. Maybe you don't live around family and you're not even going to see family for the holidays. Maybe you want to do a Friendsgiving with their friends, your siblings, friends, and maybe get together and have everyone bring like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. a gently used coat or some canned food so you can donate to the food bank. Something like that where there's like, you know, you, you all bring something it could be a potluck type of thing. Mm-hmm. But that's a good one, like having like right. some sort of Friendsgiving. Somebody doing something for the community to help you. Yes, bit, yes, right? yes. But just doing like a Friendsgiving, you know, like I said, aside from whether you're with family or not, it could be an addition to that on the side. But I think that helps too, being around friends, being around their friends. And again, having a karaoke night with them the night before or the night of the holiday Lighting a candle. You can light a candle at the beginning of the holiday season and, you know, allow it to burn throughout. You can use fake candles so that, you know, it's not a an actual candle burning, but just lighting a candle for the holiday season. And you can do a candle ceremony. And so what I've heard of people doing is 
they can all get together in a circle and the first person lights the candle and then they share like a memory of their loved one and then they light the person's candle next to them in the circle and then that person tells their memory and then you go on and light the entire circle and everyone goes around sharing memories. That's a candle ceremony. You can do a blessing and maybe it could be like a traditional point during the holiday where you're going to say like a quote or a poem or just a, a blessing, a prayer. It could be after the dinner, before the dinner, just when everyone gets there. Taking, you can take a moment of silence and like you said, you know, like just stop to remember because you want everyone to remember. And so let's just take a just quick, just quiet, everyone stop. stop. And so that we can actually sit here, think about our person and remember them. And again, going more into giving to charity, that helps definitely. Mm -hmm. That definitely helps. Again, there are coat drives. There are toy drives happening right now. There are socks, blankets, sleeping bags, food donations. You can volunteer at, at any of these places during the holidays. There are uh, also angel trees where they hang families need clothing and some toy items, but you can like adopt a whole family. They do Christmas tree adoptions. You can, there are families that can't afford Christmas trees and you can help with that. I mean, there are so many ways that you can help during the holidays and doing this on behalf of your loved one feels good Yeah, that's, and helps I, with I, the healing. I like to do that. You can go somewhere where you feel close to your loved one. So you can start a new tradition of like visiting, maybe visiting a lake, an ocean, go for a hike, maybe an amusement park. I know one year you guys went to Universal Studios. Mm -hmm. Amusement park. Yes. You guys did like a Disneyland Universal Studios. Right. Because, yeah. Thanksgiving weekend. Yes. To go when you guys were kids. Yes. And I didn't go. But I know you guys went with another family member. Mm -hmm. And so, again, I remember you had so much fun. You loved it. You spread ashes on that trip as well. Mm -hmm. And healing, 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 healing. Of course, you cried, but it helped you live through that day. Right. It helped you survive that day. Let's see what else. You can just somewhere that they used to like to go or you visited together or even just somewhere that makes you feel like serenity and peace. So like any park, like I said, going for a hike, going to the movies on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Is, it th is yeah. it open on Thanksgiving? Yes, it is. Half day, something like yeah, yeah. that. It Just is. Doing something completely different. different. It doesn't have to be mm -hmm. any kind of fancy dinner thing. Like I said, you can go to the movies and grab a pizza after, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be traditional. You can get into the habit of telling stories. And making sure that these stories are told and continued throughout the holidays so that, you know, as we say, the younger generations can learn about your loved ones. Right. That's and so they'll never be forgotten. And so telling stories closer, like, so during closer to the holidays, we start telling our kids stories, you know, like, um, Twas the Night Before Christmas, or what is that, Polar Express. Mm -hmm. And so kind of integrating family stories into those bedtime stories. So again, like we say, so our loved ones are not forgotten, our children, and our siblings are not forgotten. How about adding an extra plate at the table? Mm -hmm. 
it's kind of the same thing we talked about, like a wedding where they right. have a chair with their you know framed That's photo. Okay if you want to do that, yeah, set an extra plate. I know we did that a few times in the beginning, even though it wasn't traditional kind of food. I know I remember doing something like this, mm-hmm. and um, not too many times, but in the beginning, yes, because it feels so odd and so mm-hmm. awkward and so just not real. It's just surreal that you are spending a holiday and they're not there. They're not there. And like now we've learned how to live with it now. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, once in a while you'll you'll catch yourself being like, oh my gosh, he's gone. Brudy's dead. But for the most part, like we already are used to it. Mm-hmm. So again, we've redefined all of this for us already. So I don't know. It's just learning what works for you, right? And these are only suggestions, but trying to figure out which one of these, which combination of these things work together. Mm -hmm. And then you will survive, I promise, when you redefine what the holidays are for you now. We have seen holiday or like a gratitude box, and that's just where you kind of leave a box in the entryway or somewhere in the house with little cards and, you know, pins next to it. And then people that as they come in or throughout the party, they write memories or Mm -hmm. just their favorite thing about your person, something they miss about that person, something that made you miss them. They can write words of encouragement to other family members. Stay strong. We're here for you. Uh, Words of appreciation, gratitudes, whatever it is you choose. And um, you can have either a box, like a memory gratitude box or a stocking, like with your loved Mm -hmm. one's name on it. And then you can have them slip those little messages in there. And you can either read them throughout the night. You can read them at dinner. You can take them home and read them on your own. Yeah, definitely. I love that Mm -hmm. idea. I have heard about uh, remembrance ornaments and trees. So what I've heard are people buy new ornaments every year that remind you of your loved one. Mm -hmm. And it could just be something pretty, something like maybe uh, their favorite team, sports team. It could be a photo ornament, something that symbolizes maybe they love dogs and it's something of a dog. And then if you have children that are affected by the loss, so maybe your sibling had children or maybe you still have children that you know that are younger or your nephews your nieces your children and then they miss their uncle and aunt for whatever reason if you have children that are affected by the loss you can also invite them to help pick out the ornament Mm -hmm. every year yeah i've also what i've seen happen with these ornaments is people will get like smaller trees and then kind of have it separate or just a tree just for that and so the tree has the ornaments like only the ornaments for your person And so that this just kind of creates like a space where people come and they look at all of the ornaments in one place as you collect them over the years. So you could have like a remembrance tree with the remembrance ornaments on it. And again, just asking people to to remember them, to never forget them. I like that. Never, never forget them. Because like if you have a poem, you could put that on an mm-hmm. ornament. Like if they have something... Yes. They wrote in a journal that you like or something. I like that idea. Yes, I do. Yes, I did learn about some new things to do that I really do like. And if we didn't mention anything, if you can think of any, let us know. Because mm-hmm. sharing is caring and we're all in the same club. Mm-hmm. So we, we need to share what what helps. And then, like I said, we pick and choose, right? So maybe I do 
Oh, you know what I was going to say is posting because that always helps too. So whether it's their page, their, their social media pages, your page, whatever, but I find that it helps to post also. It's been a while since I've posted something about like a, like a holiday memory, but I remember in the beginning, yes, like posting, like, I remember, yes, I remember like when we got this easy bake oven for Christmas and we did this with it. And so just posting and then other people are reading these stories of you as a child with your sibling, you know, growing up during Christmas. Um, So posting online, what memories or photos, old photos of you as kids or anything, anything, just sharing them, speaking their names out loud never forgetting them. And that seems to be the theme, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> In every episode, like it's always remember them. I don't care that it's a holiday. I don't care that they're not here physically. You'll always be remembered, brother, sister, child. You will never be forgotten. Mm-hmm. No. So that's what we have as far as suggestions for new traditions. In addition to like what we said, going somewhere, taking off for the weekend. If not simple as watching a movie on streaming a movie online and eating bunch of junk food or tacos yeah, yeah who knows it doesn't have to be traditional and what we want you to take away also is don't spend time with people who are uncomfortable with your sadness who are uncomfortable with your grief who are uncomfortable with the new you mm-hmm. don't spend time with them right now we can see them after the holidays if you have to right now stay away And so, um, and don't feel guilty if you are happy celebrating. If you, like I said, you know, for whatever reason, you're you're going to go up and down. So you can be happy, you know, singing Christmas carols one minute and then, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone's gone the next morning and you're in your bed crying. So don't feel guilty when you're happy and you're dancing and you're laughing and being jolly. Don't, don't feel guilty. Accept those moments to take them in. And and really uh, cherish those moments, mm-hmm. cherish those moments. So you will go up and down, let people know what you need. So if you need them to just be physically there, like just come with me to the holiday family, get together and sit with me and just listen, just, just be somewhere, someone that's physically there for me. If that's what you need, tell them. If you need to leave early, like, hey, you know, mom, and whoever, you know, like I might just come for the beginning and then right after food, I'm leaving because mm-hmm. I don't want to watch everyone open gifts and happy and X, Y, Z. Whatever it is that you need, I'm just going to come and drop off the side dish and leave or gift for this and whatever I'm out. Whatever it is that you need from people, just communicate it to them. And again, if they don't like it, you don't need to be around them. Um, let's see. Again, volunteering, food banks, holiday food drives, coat drives, toy drives. Trust me, that always helps in the healing process. It really does. Don't take on too much, as we mentioned. Mm -hmm. Too much stress, Mm -hmm. too much pressure. You're hosting. Don't host. It's too much. Mm -hmm. It's too much. And if they don't like it, oh, well, me and the family, we're going to pizza. We might see you next Thanksgiving. We don't know. But don't take on too much. You're already dealing with the grief, the anxiety, everything else. You don't need to Mm -hmm. do too much. And like I said... Again, I know it's a broken record, but if they don't like it, oh, well. And number one, take care of yourself physically. Yeah, Take care of yourself physically. Even if it's just going outside to get some fresh air. Yeah, walking. I know walking helps me a lot. Yes, anything, Mm -hmm. anything. If you need to go and 
I don't know, get outside and paint or mm-hmm. like we said, walk around the block or go take a dance class. Right. <laughs> a cooking class. What about a cooking class? Take care of yourself. Yes. Meditate. Take deep breaths. Watch a movie. Even if it's like I, I, I always go back to this whole watching a movie thing because sometimes you just need to turn your brain off. And turn your feelings like like or maybe redirect your feelings to like some other mm-hmm. non-reality movie that's on and just yeah. you know whatever you're watching just escape for those two hours with your popcorn and your movie but whatever it is if you need to create new traditions do it those who don't understand hopefully you will later if not it's not my problem right so that's what we have to share we will leave you with our song And we have chosen for this week, it's called Over You by Miranda Lambert. And she actually wrote it with her ex-husband. She was married to him at the time, Blake Shelton. And they co-wrote it. And it's actually about, it's it's like a real story. When he was a teenager, he had an older brother that was killed in a car accident. And so he's kind of held on to this for all this time and so when they got married and they co-wrote the song and she kind of helped him he couldn't sing it yes he, so he to this he, day yes yes so like, she had to sing it for exactly. him oh i know exactly. so they co-wrote it and i don't think it was intended for her to sing it no, but then he couldn't yeah. yes they decided that she was going to record it because he said i can't go on stage and sing the song over and over again it was just too emotional for him, for him yeah. so she recorded it but yes they co-wrote it and it is a true story about his feelings and what he went through as a teenager losing his older brother in a car accident. And I believe it happened right before Christmas. And so that's what this song yeah. talks about. It's really the entire song that we can relate to. It's just a beautiful song. And again, unless you're in the club, you, it, it really like you don't understand mm-hmm. how much it speaks to you. It's not the same experience. Like we didn't have my brother. I wasn't young. He did die in a car accident, but it wasn't before Christmas. The only similarity that we have is that we both lost a sibling, (laughs) me and Blake Shelton, right? It still hurts. But yeah, but it hurts the same. So you can still like definitely relate to, you know, every line in this song. So here we go. Over You by Miranda Lambert. Weatherman said, it's going to snow. By now, I should be used to the cold. Mid-February shouldn't be so scary. It was only December. I still remember the presence, the tree, you and me. But you went away. How dare you? I'll miss you. They say I'll be okay, but I'm not going to ever get over you. Living alone here in this place, I think of you and I'm not afraid. Your favorite records make me feel better because you sing along with every song. I know you didn't mean to give them to me. It really sinks in, you know, when I see it in stone because you went away. How dare you? I'll miss you. They say I'll be okay, but I'm not ever going to get over you. So again, the entire song I can, we can relate to. Mm-hmm. And in this one, he's talking about how the presents were still there. Mm-hmm. Maybe some can even relate more, right? Because that might even be more relatable. Mm-hmm. Right before Christmas and everything's there. And then one day you just wake up and 
they're gone. And the things that, the life that was there, it's still there. It's still stuck. The, the, the food in the fridge, like with my brother, the, the gifts here under the tree for, you know, Blake Shelton. And you're like, how dare you? How dare you leave me here by myself in this world? And I'll miss you. And they say I'm going to be okay because that's what everyone tells you. You're going to mm-hmm. be okay. You'll be okay. It's going to hurt, but you're going to be okay. But I'm not ever going to get over you. I will learn how to live with it, but I'll never get over you. And then just how she, he talks about, they talk about listening to his songs. And even though, like, I know you didn't mean to leave these to me. And that, you know, again, in the club, you're understanding what he's saying there is that because you died, I inherited your favorite mm-hmm. songs here, your records. And it really sinks in like when I see it in stone, when I go to the graveyard and I see your name in stone on that tombstone, it really sinks in. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, again, beautiful song. It's perfect for the holidays because we can all relate to it. And the sorrow and the sadness and the void, the emptiness that we feel at this time of year. So we leave you with our song and we leave you with a prayer. We definitely think of you. We carry you as always. We understand you. And we're all in this club together. You are not alone. We hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. And again, we pray for you and your family. Thinking of you, our loved ones will never be forgotten. Never may their legacies live on forever. Thank you. Until next time.